you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We are at episode 61 and Mercedes here again with you to just continue in our month of September. I don't know about you, but I can't believe that we are at another season. Fall equinox is here for us in uh, the Northern Hemisphere and for my friends down under, they're facing spring, which I might be a wee bit jealous, but I do love fall as well. And over here, fall, you know, is, it just reminds me of the harvest coming in. And I hope that throughout this year, you have been kind of taking, taking account of what you have been focusing on, how you've been growing, how you've been changing. And so you're in a place where you're ready for harvest, where you're ready to reap the benefits of some of the introspection, some of the learnings, being curious, all of the things. If you're following me, you're on that journey for sure. And um, there's a lot of us women out there who are, and it's really worthwhile. And I just, I'm happy you're here. And I'm happy you're here to, to talk a little bit more, to listen a little bit more about self-doubt. Because self-doubt, just kind of, it can creep in and it can take over. And I just thought... Today, I would talk about it in a little bit of a different way to get us to continue to think, to get us into the spirit of harvest, which is abundance, right? And not lack. I think a lot of these things that we can shift in our life, our lives are from that lack to abundance. And so when it comes to self-doubt, it's completely related. You know, if we're getting out of self-doubt, we're getting to a place where we are confident, we are having... Uh, confidence in our uh, in our abundance in our harvest and we're coming into the time of year where we've had these goals and we're rounding the bend and you know trying to figure out where we are with these and in the midst of all that we're dealing with self-doubt in terms of how it shows up in the narratives uh, of our society of our collective of our community our families ourselves, right? We all have these stories that we tell ourselves, that we believe, that we pass down from generation to generation. All these things that can be really beneficial and fruitful, but can also really just really breed um, and what do you call it? Just feed the self-doubt. Uh, the things that we, when we stay in those stories, when we stay in that place of lack, um, we're we're stuck in self-doubt. Uh, so for today, I thought I would just talk about a few ways that self-doubt shows up in the narrative in our society. And as you know, I batched these. So some of this stuff you might you might think, oh, this isn't as relevant as it was a couple weeks ago. But I do think it's going to be in the climate that we're in right now. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of um, finger pointing, blaming, even persecution in some of the other countries. Um, and some might even argue here um, with the differences. And I don't know about you, but that chaos and confusion 
really can put me in self-doubt of where I need to turn and where I stand. So for today, let's just look at a few things. I, if others come up for you, jot them down. Uh, we're, we're getting deeper into our belief system when it comes to self-doubt by these by talking about these narratives. So it's good stuff, sometimes hard. Um, some of it might seem like review, but like I said, everything is connected. And I keep trying to weave that together in our tapestry together. Okay, so for the first one is of first narrative that really just keeps us in that self-doubt is we have it good. We have it good enough. Others have it much worse. Just saw a post, you know, where if we're complaining about having a bad day, think about somebody in another country who's really struggling. And I really agree with that. I mean, I think sometimes it's about perspective, right? Uh, but what happens with people like us, women like us, we fall into that good girl, empathetic listener, and we don't give enough merit to what we're missing and needing to get us out of self-doubt. Um, and so we might say, oh, we have it good enough. You know, I've talked about it as first world problems. Uh, but the problem is that narrative is a limitation and it takes us away from our inner power. And I would say from our destiny, actually. You know, we were born here in this space that we are in now for a reason. And um, it might not seem fair. It might not seem like we can understand it all the time, um, but we're here and we're here to serve and to act. And so by us playing small, just because other people have it worse, um, we're not going to be able to show up as God intended for us to show up. And we're not going to be able to raise that vibration of the collective, right? We're just going to settle for less. And then what happens to the people who actually have less, they're stuck even lower in the mud, right? So that's a narrative to watch out for, uh, that, you know, we have it good enough. Um, Another one, a second narrative that is this message is going around a lot, and I can see why. There's confusion right now, uh, and, and there's a lot of different opinions. Um, but, uh, but we're getting that push-pull of, hey, let's get into self-care. Let's get into, you know, um, putting ourselves first. But then there's the pull of we're here to focus on others, to serve, to be in the collective. You know, we can't put ourselves before others. We're, you know, we're this equality and all of that. And... Both of those pieces have some truth, right? Like we don't want to go into the extremes of only thinking about ourselves, like narcissism, for example, but we also don't want to be completely selfless where we've talked about that codependency piece that really messes us up in relationships. And so some of those narratives going around about show it for ourselves, show it for others, are we being selfish, are we being this way or that, can be really confusing and keep us in self-doubt. We don't really know where to go. Um, you know, on one hand, sometimes I accuse society for like the general culture for being really selfish and only thinking about themselves. But then on the other hand, I wish I could be a little more that way, standing up for myself. And, you know, um, you know, it's just, it's an interesting where we try to find that balance, right? Like give it all to God, but yet free will and choice, right? And all these kind of like these balances of like what what's best for us. And I think that's where it comes back to when we say, what is really best for us in a non-selfish loving way, um, in a way where we're caring for ourselves because we're here living this human experience. Um, and our soul really is our compass, you know, like and where is it going forward? I really like to lean on my soul rather than my ego and my fear of all these narratives, right? And so when we think about it as, you know, we're here for a purpose, God is with us, 
and we are amongst many other people, many different backgrounds and different ways of living. Um, where are we going? Where how are we managing that? Um, and just just be curious about that narrative. I tend I tended in the past to fall into the dutiful daughter. We, I've talked about this before, but my my kind of my autopilot go to would just be just being that dutiful daughter type. Just you know being not always wanting to, but giving out of obligation. And um, I really think it's within our um, our well divine right, but also to actually add to the collective, the richness of the collective is to really look at that and see, you know, are we really giving ourselves enough rest? Are we giving ourselves enough um, growth because we're here for our soul's growth? Uh, and then we're also here for the collective growth. And so I'm not going to say in this second portion, you know, what I think is right for you. But I do want to say that I want you to consider what is right for you and to say that in a way that you know is coming from a place of love uh, because it's kind of like on the airplane, if you're not giving yourself the oxygen, you're going to pass out and not be effective. And that this is a narrative that is old. And I can see why us women have an issue with that, you know, looking looking at what's going on in the Middle East and with the women and the persecution. I mean, we are in the States. We're not there, but we have have a history of uh, being, you know, inferior and being treated differently. And it's kind of a different place to be with all the narratives, right? Like, do we want to be like, go for it? Or do we want to be that dutiful daughter? All these different roles. So I'm mostly today just asking where you have doubt about how to step forward, how that impacts your self-doubt. Is it keeping you stuck? As usual, I always ask lots of questions. Okay, so third is um, the narrative that we kind of fall into um, is, you know, lot... Well, it can be, these are the extremes, right? Loud people are rude and they're like infringing themselves upon us or they're being really like bossy, bully, those things. And then as recovering people pleaser, for example, we might choose when some of these narratives come up, uh, we might choose to stay silent, doubting we have anything relevant to contribute um, and just really not listening to our gut intuition. And so Third one is um, we get into self-doubt when we're, we're, when we're like getting into these narratives in a way where we don't trust our gut. Most of us are really deeply disconnected from our gut, actually. And I would say that literally and figuratively, gut health is very connected to our emotional health. That's another podcast, I know. But it's something worth you know thinking on and worth um, talking about because if we're not following our intuition and we are um, either staying silent or we're arguing with people that we just know it's not going to go well. Um, you know, it's just, it's really hard because um, we get stuck. And then we're doubting. And then we're really analyzing, you know, is this right? Is this wrong? We're making things really right, making things really wrong. Um, and so it's kind of a misconception that if you believe something, you have to share it perfectly or you have to be, get on top of the mountain and shout it or you have to be silent. You know, there's kind of those those patterns that we fall into. Um, and what happens when we're trying to figure out how to stand up for ourselves, um, what I'm finding is most people don't say anything. I mean, I, have, I know quite a few people who are pretty vocal, and that's that's kind of who they are, especially if we look at social media. Um, and you kind of know what to expect from them, right? But then most of the people I know, it's just radio silence. Um, and I think part of it lately is that fatigue of opinion. You know, um, one of my old coaches, she called it, her email was called opinion porn. 
So basically, like, it's just in your face. You you know, it's very explicit. I kind of thought about it as opinion vomit or, you know, like, you get someone's opinion thrown up all over you. And I guess you get to choose, right? <laughs> you, could, you could stay in this self-doubt of, like, who do we talk to? Do we stay quiet? Don't we? Um, do we just go into pattern and just like hope it passes most of us listening here do or do we get going and then later feel bad about it or do we get going and wish people understood us where do you fall on that gamut the the bottom line of that one is are you listening to your gut what's best for you what are some sticking points for you that you feel like hey i really need to stand up about this or talk about this um and it can be within social media um it can be within your family it can be you know like we talked about boundaries last month um when we're feeling like they're violated and self-doubt can creep in and it's really noticeable when the narratives get us stuck in pattern um, and where we're not um we're not listening to our gut so this is kind of a I would call this a little bit more of a of a free free speech or talk about how self-doubt can show up in that general narrative. I'm just wanting all of you to to kind of look a little bit more into what's triggering you, what's causing you to stay in that self-doubt and not moving to where you want to move. There might be areas of your life where you're like Mercedes, things are going great. I am really thriving over here. I'm really Focusing on these things really help me. I don't doubt that. I have confidence. But then there might be a few areas in your life where you're like, crap, I am stuck there. I am listening to these narratives or I am falling into pattern. Uh, I, you know, Or you could be like, I have no idea, Mercedes, where I'm at. I'm at. You know, so if you're still stumped, I would head over to your favorite social media platform or the news or you know, any, any conversation that's a little more um, charged and see where you're getting triggered. And see where you're holding back or where you're like cringing. That's your self-doubt right there. Um, and also too, like where is it holding you back from making decisions on, on your life? Um, so I hope that makes sense. You know, um, we all have our biases. We all have our conditioning. We all have our belief systems and our values. Um, and when, you know, we get stuck in self-doubt, we're less able to be uh, anchored to our authentic value system. We're kind of floating over there. And so, um, you know, another way to ask yourself this is if you wouldn't get any backlash from what you're thinking and wanting to say, what would you say? Um, if it was just between, you know, you and a good friend that loves you no matter what, or between you and God, about the things that come up, what would you really say? You know, and what would you, how would you proceed? And a lot of the times, for example, with social media, just not saying anything at all is actually a really great choice, right? Um, but just, I really want you to dig in at a deeper level, looking at your conditioning, at at the narratives around you, and and just ask the questions. I've been I've been noticing um, that there's a lot of things that I align with with people who might be in one political affiliation, and then I align with things other people in another political affiliation. And there's some people who have value system over here that might be a little different than mine, but we have the same, we align over here. And so I'm really wanting to help you step into your confidence when it comes to you aligning with your own value system and allowing for it not to be cookie cutter, allowing for it not to be one side or the other, and allowing for, it to, for you to then align and connect with people from many different groups and backgrounds and 
whatnot. Um, so that's kind of my thing today. You probably notice I try to keep things pretty, you know, pretty balanced when it comes to extreme viewpoints. I, I lived my life um, in the all or nothing with a lot of things, mostly, you know, being hard on myself, but it's just not a place I love to be. And so in these, in these episodes, I like to kind of frame it in like, you know, what's getting to you? What do you want? What can you change? Only because I know, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, the connection to yourself, connection to your soul, to your wisdom, and really connection to God then is, is going to um, pull you through some of these things, get you through some of these frustrating times. And, and when you don't know if, which way is forward, uh, it'll get you set back on your journey and on the tr- journey you're meant to be on, in the lane you're meant to drive in. So I hope this is helpful. As you know, I'm promoting my um, hybrid this week, this not week, well, I am, but also this whole month. Starting next month, I, I want to take a small group of women on this journey that I've learned, you know, the hypno journey, and we talked about that. It's just a beautiful process, but then there's also other sessions where we get to connect with your inner child. We get to go and restory some of these narratives that we even talked about today. Um, get rid of some of the things that no longer serve you and really envision that future self. It's really powerful if you've ever heard of EMDR. I consider this a spiritual, more visual version of that, even more gentle, I guess. And so if you're curious, you know where to find me. Uh, the links for the information and my and my clarity call will be in the comments. But really just give yourself some time to think about the self-doubt thing. Is it working for you? Isn't it? (laughs) And again, you can always know where to find me. Come into the group um, where I'll be having consistent conversations about these things within the same month of these episodes. So I hope you enjoy your day and I'll be back again next week. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.